0: Welcome to the Pod 20, the countdown of the most popular podcasts in the world right now. My special guest is the psychologist and presenter Paul Barros from the Humorology Podcast. I'm Graham Mack, and this week, Louis Theroux blew me off. I was invited to the podcast show in London, and I met some great podcasters there and recorded interviews with a lot of them, including Simon Mayo, Mark Kermode, and Johnny Vaughan. You'll hear those chats on this show over the next couple of weeks. I watched a session where Louis Theroux talked about his podcast, Grounded. This was at the Business Design Centre in Islington. It was a big event and Louis' session was in the Origin Theatre, which was difficult to find. It was hidden away on the top floor in the back corner of this big event space. To get to it, You had to walk up a flight of stairs at the front of the main hall, walk through that hall, find another flight of stairs at the side of the first floor, about halfway down on the right, then turn left, walk along a mezzanine level, past another theatre, and then turn right just before you got to the back corner of the building. If you got there early ahead of the crowd and wanted to get out later when the place was packed, it would have felt like you had to throw a six to get out. Because as well as all the complicated navigation you'd have to do in reverse, you'd have to do all this while making your way through a couple of thousand attendees who were checking out two levels of exhibitors' stands. Louis' bit in the Origin Theatre was the first session of the day. So anyway, when Louis comes off stage, I went up to him to record a bit for this week's show. And the first thing he said to me was, are you here to walk me out? I said no. I'm Graham Mack from Podcast Radio. Can I record a quick chat with you for the Pod 20? Well, he thought for a second and then said, no. So I said, okay, well, how about I walk you out and along the way I can record a chat with you. As soon as we get to the front door, we'll be done. And Louis Theroux said, I'm going to decline. So I said, oh, well, you can find your own way out then. For all I know, he's still in there. The Pod 20 is heard on podcast radio, on DAB in the UK, on demand in the USA at talkers.com, around the world on multiple platforms and as a podcast itself. Into the chart now and at number 20, No Such Thing as a Fish, the award-winning podcast from the writers of the hit BBC show QI. Episode 427 is called No Such Thing as a Magnetic Skateboard. 19. Stuff you should know. If you've ever wanted to know about champagne, Satanism, the Stonewall Uprising, Chaos Theory, LSD, El Nino, True Crime and Rosa Parks, then look no further. Josh and Chuck have you covered. 18. The Jordan B. Peterson podcast. Enlightening discourse that will change the way you think. The latest episode is called What We Can All Learn From Islam and the Quran. 17. The Matt Walsh Show. Fed up with talking heads? Matt gives you a no-holds-barred take on today's cultural, religious and political issues. 16. A cup of tea and a chat. It's hosted by the former K-Rock Los Angeles presenters, Ali MacKay and Gene Bean Baxter. I got to hang out with Bean at the podcast show in London this week. I asked him, how long's the podcast been going now? It's been over a year and a half now. We're
1: still doing it. I think it's going well. We get great feedback. Uh, yeah, you know, Graham, the the in- intimacy involved, the community that's built when you're doing a podcast is a very rewarding feeling. And uh, I really do feel a real connection with a bunch of our listeners, and I, I'm enjoying the heck out of it.
0: How has the podcast evolved over time?
1: That's your subtle way of asking, why hasn't it gotten better? I that's understand. Not that, that's not that, <laughs> that. I do understand the question. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's funny, Uh, on our 100th episode, we went back and did a forensic analysis of episode one, which I thought would be really interesting because I had the same question that you asked, which is, are we getting any better? Are we improving? Are we evolving? And remarkably, it sounded pretty much the same. And I don't know if that we were just lucky that we kind of started off at a level that we were happy with, or if we really, that's all we had to offer and we never could improve beyond that. I don't think it's changed a lot. I really don't. (laughs) What's next for
0: a cup of tea and a chat?
1: Well, the real struggle for any of us in the podcast space, Graham, is how do you get people to know that you exist? I know that there's a huge audience of people that would enjoy your show that don't know it; they don't even know it's out there. Same with me. There's an untapped audience out there, and I'm not savvy enough uh, in the digital marketing space, and that's an area I really need to improve on this year. I think is to figure out how to get that information in front of people who are potential listeners. So that's really the hope: is uh, if I can do the same amount of work. That I'm doing now and reach a whole bunch more people, I would consider that a real step forward.
0: Cheers, Bane. You as well, Rim. A cup of tea and a chat with Gene Bean Baxter and Ali MacKay is at number 16 this week on the pod 20. At 15, On Purpose with Jay Shetty. Fascinating conversations with the most insightful people in the world. 14, Today Explained. You're all-killer, no-filler, Monday-to-Friday news explainer. 13. Hidden Brain Shankar Vedantam uses science and storytelling to reveal the unconscious patterns that drive human behaviour, shape our choices, and direct our relationships. Talking of relationships at number 12 is Betrayal. This is a story of a real-life fairy tale gone horribly wrong. A marriage so filled with betrayal and deceit ...that people are still recovering from its path of destruction. At number 11, Kermode and Mayo's Take. The new home of Simon Mayo and Mark Kermode's film review. I caught up with Mark Kermode at the podcast show in London this week. The first thing I did was congratulate him on the podcast becoming... ...the fastest growing and most popular subscription ever on Apple Podcasts in the UK.
2: Yes, it's amazing. Thank you. It's, uh, no one is more astonished than we are. Okay. Why does your name appear first in the Commode and Mayo Tech? It's alphabetical. I'm going to be That's the only it's reason. It's alphabetical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. absolutely. It's alphabetical.
0: <laughs> and what's the difference for you in doing it on a radio show and then the radio show taking it and making it a podcast? And this, which is going into it as a podcast for Sony?
2: I, it, our experience of it was that we started as a radio show, the radio show started being podcasted. podcast. People started telling us that they were listening to it as a podcast, and we were doing extra stuff for the podcast. And it started to change into a podcast that also happened to be a radio show. And when we realized that that had happened, It just made more sense to go, okay, it is a podcast first and foremost. So it happened completely organically, and you'll know, you know you know anything about podcasts. Podcasts and radio shows are not, they have a slightly different tone to them. It's really hard to explain exactly what it is, because, you know, radio is a very intimate medium anyway, but there is a very slight tonal shift with podcasts, and we realized that that's what we were doing. So the move to Sony was basically because they said, look, it's a podcast. That's what it is why don't you just fess up to that being the case and it seemed once somebody said that it was like oh yeah okay fine that seems so obvious but yes you're absolutely right
0: do you think radio is in decline because there's no doubt that podcasting is, is yeah. growing do you think radio is in decline
2: no I mean I certainly hope not because I'm you know I'm still broadcasting on the radio so you know, it's just in a purely selfish way no no but it's it is a different medium you know there are very subtle differences but there are differences so no I don't think it's in decline at all I mean I'm doing you know loads of radio work which I love doing but it's a it's a doing live radio particularly has a different feel to it, to doing uh, to doing podcasts it just it's it's really hard to explain what it is but anyone who's listened to live radio and podcasts knows what it is
0: if you could only do one what would it be radio or podcast
2: do I have to choose yes I mean, you know, if you had to choose what would it be I don't I I mean I d- well I say I suppose my answer at the moment will be podcast because the thing that I do with Simon is really important and has been a kind of mainstay of my life for a long time but luckily I don't have to choose How important has Simon Mayo been to you? Unbelievably important I hitched my wagon to his star many years ago and I'm hanging on for dear life
0: I'll
2: let you hang on Thank you
0: Care Mode and Mayo's Take is at number 11 this week on the Pod 20. At 10, Hypothetical, the podcast with Josh Widdecombe and James A. Caster. A different guest host each week poses hypothetical questions. 9, Counterclock. To tell the story of a crime, you have to turn back time. 8. Fox News Radio Hourly Newscast. The latest news from the fastest-growing radio news network. 7. The Jordan Harbinger Show. In-depth conversations with people at the top of their game. 6. Humorology, Presented by the psychologist, presenter and former stand-up comedian Paul Barros. Paul, your podcast is about the importance of humour in the workplace. Is it a good career move to laugh at the boss's jokes?
3: I think you should find something to like about them. Okay, and right. and go so with genuine. it. If you are faking a laugh, I go, ha, 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 you know, uh, then the eyes are dead. Yeah, and everything. So you think, but there is a, a part of the whole humorology concept is that there is a huge place for people who are good at receiving laughter.
0: Yes, people
3: who are a great. Audience,
0: yeah, and I know people like that, and I like being with them because they are a great audience. I know exactly what you mean, yeah. So, so I'll name him Richie Firth, who is on Absolute Radio. He does drive. He's great to hang out with because I can make him laugh really easy. Got he's got a very low threshold for humour, and it's good to hang out (laughs) with him. Obviously,
3: (laughs) yeah, (laughs) obviously. <laughs> yeah. No, but but actually, I think it's that you started off with the boss life. I think people want people around who make them laugh. We, I, I have some very very witty friends and uh, hang out with a lot of comedians. And everything, but we have a friend who we always go on holiday with, and we'll go away with. Um, who is not as witty as everyone is not as quick and or not as loud basically probably but he laughs really easily and we love to have him around (laughs) so by the way if you can't be if if you're one of those people who thinks well i can't be uh, as funny as those people be a great audience we need you in that infrastructure. You are as important as everybody else. And by the way, if you're a great audience, you will be invited into everything. And so you don't have to go, I'm just going to work on being funnier. I'm going to learn more gags. No, actually just learn to appreciate people more. And going back to your question about the boss. Well, frankly, everybody likes to be appreciated. Yeah. If you, if you don't find your boss funny, just uh, uh, the old word, humor them. You know, there is a reason why uh, people say humor them because it, it, it oils the wheels. Yeah. You might as well, and you can find something, oh no, that's nice. That's sweet. You don't have to find it hilarious, but find something you like about somebody, because otherwise, when the boss is looking for somebody to get rid of,
0: he's going to be looking for the git who didn't laugh. (laughs) Oh, he is. (laughs) Just on that then, as I've worked in radio at a lot of different places, as I, I, well, you will probably know this, that. You know, you do come across bosses who are sociopaths and narcissists, people with personality disorders who are not pleasant people. Is it ever wise to be funnier than the boss when you have a boss who clearly likes to be the center of attention? Is is discretion the better part of valor there?
3: I think it probably is. Discretion. um, If you're dealing with a real sociopath or narcissist... Yeah. um,
0: I'm not talking about just people who are difficult. I'm I'm, I'm talking about people who I'm sure one of them in particular, I I believe, was a sociopath and another one, I think, was a narcissist.
3: Yeah. They don't like uh, uh, being shown up, basically. And they will get super bitter about it. And and uh, and you will be on the end of their ire.
0: Um, Funnily you know, enough, that's exactly know. what happened. In fact, I got fired in the end. <laughs> in one of, well, in one case, yeah, yeah. And I know, yeah. I, and I'm well, pretty sure it's because I didn't. I've I, I put it down to me. I didn't handle the situation well. Well, there's a saying in psychology which
3: is well worth the thing. The meaning of your communication is the response you get. Now, that's a very useful phrase. I'll say it again because it, it sometimes just goes over people's heads. But the meaning of your communication is the response you get. I.e., if I um, make you unhappy and tick you off, I can go, oh, that Graham Mack, he was a right mardy git. He, 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 you know, or I can take responsibility for it and go, I didn't connect with Graham properly. Now, from a psychological standpoint, it's always better to take responsibility yourself mm. for your actions. And and what you just did is I probably messed it up myself. Mm. Oh, I did. way, we've all done it. <laughs> we've all done it. But the, yeah. the thing is to not do it more than once. Yeah. It's is to kind of realize. Well, I'm still working go, on that
0: bit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, well yeah. no, but yeah, it, it is understanding the psychology. We can all still mess up. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've done things in trainings or on stage when I've gone, oh, I've pushed that a little bit too far. Now, what I've had to make sure is that I've immediately apologized for it. Rather than just backing off, because if you can recognize it and go, do you know what? I think I've pushed that uh, uh, too far, but do it in a joking way. But everything, remember um, that 80% of all our success in life is down to the quality. No, it's 85% of all of our success in life is down to the quality of our relationships. So if you want to be successful at anything, learn how to be a relationship expert. Learn how to get on with people, you know, and there are going to be people we don't automatically warm to. But actually, our job is, by the way, you interview people all the time. You must be doing something right. You are giving off, you know, something that people go, oh, Graham's a nice bloke, and he's a warm interviewer, and he's doing it. Now, that is a brilliant technique that you can take anywhere into the world. Because if you can do it in one situation, you can do it in any situation at all. And that's what you have to do is realize that being good at your job, being the best radio DJ in the world, being the best keynote speaker is only 15% of the gig. The rest of it is about the relationships you have, whether that's the guy who owns the radio station, the guy who books the um, thing, the guy who gives you the job, the people in HR, the people you talk to every day, that is the job. And having a sense of humorology that that actually understands that a lightness of touch, and a connection is crucial to building that. Is I think more important than than. Uh, whilst it's it's nice to be good at stuff, I think it's more important to be good as a person to be liked. You know, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I, th- I think that's the way people psychologically choose people. You know, there there is a very interesting study where they take. Um, Somebody, a, a bunch of people's CVs and they look at all the CVs beforehand and they predict that these two people will be the, get, the people who get the jobs because they've got the PhDs and they've got the experience and they've got this. And then they go into interviews. And what happens in the interview is completely different. And those two people never get near anything because it all happens in the room it's a relationship, and you know one of my books is called Pitch Up, which is about how to get the, pitch yourself for the job of your dreams. And most people get their jobs by actually a relationship. Now, this may be I know somebody who knows somebody, but if you get good at instant rapport and making relationships quickly, you are much more likely to move on in any profession. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. And I think humour and, and, and a lightness of touch and and being able to have a levity in your thing is the differentiating factor.
0: Yeah. humorology from Paul Barros is at number six this week. Into the top five now, and at number five, Smartless with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes and Will Arnott. Their latest guest is Ben Stiller. 4. My Favourite Murder with Karen Gilgareth and Georgia Hardstark Karen and Georgia tell each other their favourite tales of murder and hear crime stories from fans. At 3. That Peter Crouch Podcast The latest one is That Relegation episode. After being relegated three times during his career, Peter talks about what happens to a club that can't beat the drop. 2. Crime Junkie if you can never get enough true crime, congratulations. You found your people. And at number one The Adam Carolla Show. This week, Adam was joined by the comedian Jonathan Kite.
4: So, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, so his special Supernature was just released on Netflix. Already getting a bunch of buzz because of some uh, quote, hurtful and graphic transphobic jokes. Do you want to hear some of it? We'll play sure. More than anything. Alright, yeah. let's play a minute
5: of it. The old-fashioned women. Oh, God. You know, the ones with wombs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those f***ing <laughs> dinosaurs. Oh. No, I love the the new women. I know the new women. They're great, aren't they? You know, the new ones we've been seeing lately. The the ones with beards and c***s. <laughs> they're as good as... They're as good as gold, I love them. <laughs> no, it's the old fashioned, and now the old fashioned, they go, like, Oh, they want to use our toilets. Why shouldn't they use your toilets? For ladies. They are ladies, look at their pronouns. <laughs> what about this person that isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you f***ing bigot. <laughs> What if he rapes me? What if she rapes you? You fucking turf whore. So anyway, that's, that's a minute of it.
4: Um, yeah. And also, this is in the wake of uh, Netflix kind of releasing a, a statement to their employees. Like, if you don't like working for us, so be it. Just go find another job, basically. Yeah. So That was a week or so ago. Yeah. I wonder if they're getting out in front of this. They must have known that's what, what the I'm content thinking. was. They, yeah, they saw the edit. <laughs> right,
3: <laughs> so they had have, final. We need cut. to
4: release something. <laughs> yeah, that was all. Final cut, by the way, is a trans term.
3: That's right. oh, that's sure. right. We,
4: but Jews started it with the moils. That's right. Yeah, and then the, the and uh, the uh, the prostitutes are called uh, final cut pro. I <laughs> think they're professional ladies. Um, all right, this is all patently obvious. Shit. You can't. So here's the thing, society. You, you can't get into all the pronouns and all the he is a she, except for she's got a and right. balls and all. You, you, you can only do that for so long before comedians are going to go, I've taken note <laughs> of this insanity and I'll craft it into something and yeah. repeat it up on stage. But also it's like comedians, we make fun of everything. Well, you know, that's the thing, too. It's not that we're, like, singling out and then everybody is taking attack at something. Like, you go on stage any given night. There's, like, ten comedians or whatever. We're all talking about different stuff. Yes. It, it, I don't feel like any group is, is really getting the brunt of anything right now. Uh, listen, uh, when I wrote my first book, maybe it was my second book. I can't recall. I think it was my second book. Uh, there's a call that you always have with the, uh, with the publisher's attorney and the publisher's attorney has to vet everything. So you mark off time on the calendar and they go, okay, we got to get on the phone with the attorney. He's got some questions. We have to vet some of these stories or some of these things. And all the guy said to me was, is your family litigious? (laughs) (laughs) Meaning I talk so much shit about my own family that he actually thought my dad was going to sue me. So yes, there's enough shit to go around everybody. And it goes, that's... You cannot say, so comedy, the comedians get up there and they fire shotgun round after shotgun round that's going in every direction. And the clay pigeons are flying everywhere and you're talking shit about your family and you're talking shit about your ex-girlfriend. You're talking shit about your kids. You're talking shit about the president. You're talking shit about COVID or whatever it is. And then you hit one clay pigeon. And that's the trans community, and they go, whoa, shut down the firing range. Like, shut up, bitches, we're firing at everybody. Well, that, that's the I, job.
0: The Adam Carolla Show, number one this week on the Pod 20. And that's it for episode 108. Thanks to this week's guests, Gene Bean Baxter, Mark Kerr-Mode, Paul Barros, and Adam Corolla. Next week, my guest is Nick Randall from SNS Online. In the meantime, you can watch extended video chats with my guests on YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And what will happen on the Podcast Radio chart next week? Will your favourite make it to number one? Find out with me, Graham Mack, on Fridays at 5 pm and across the weekend on Podcast Radio. And don't forget, you can influence the chart. Make a recommendation at thepodcastradio.co.uk.